0: Hello, I'm Pete Bowen, and welcome to Wisdom, Leadership, and Success, Real Talk About Life. You can subscribe to this blog and podcast at my websites, www.realtalkaboutlife.com or petebowen.net. It's also available on iTunes and other podcast services. It doesn't matter what team you're leading. Your organizational or team culture is really important for your success. If you have a strong team culture, you'll get more employee engagement and productivity, and most important, higher performance. Studies show that companies with strong cultures have improved performance, including a 65% increase in share price, a 400% increase in revenue growth, 15% increase in productivity, 30% greater client satisfaction and a 100% increase in unsolicited employee applications. Only 14% of companies have strong cultures. 48% of companies have weak cultures. Building a strong culture can give you a big competitive advantage. If talking about team culture makes you feel a little uncomfortable because culture is too touchy-feely, you're not alone. Many leaders are more comfortable discussing financials or strategies. Culture can seem undefined and difficult. Many leaders avoid it for those reasons. That said, your team culture is critical for your success. When your team culture is strong, you thrive. When your team culture is bad or toxic, it can destroy your company. Is your team culture strong, mediocre, or weak? How would you know? Do you have a step-by-step plan that optimizes your culture and success, or are you just driving blind? settling for whatever culture happens. If you don't have a specific plan to maximize your team culture, you're missing an opportunity to increase your performance and gain a competitive advantage. Let's use a three-step approach to help you develop a plan that systematically builds strong team culture. The approach we're gonna discuss works with any team, your work team, your family team, sports team, church team, Any team. This works if you are the owner or CEO of a company or a new manager with three direct reports. Practicing this approach won't just help you lead a better team, it will help you become a better leader in every area of your life. Let's start with the goal in mind high performance teams that drive success. We know from earlier blogs that the key to success in leadership in life is developing high trust relationships. In business, success comes from high-trust relationships with your customers and your team. If you have high-trust relationships with your customers, they'll bring you more business. If you have high-trust relationships with your team, you'll get higher employee engagement, more productivity, and higher performance. The combination of great relationships with your customers and your team gives you a big competitive advantage. With that in mind, our approach develops a team culture that builds high-trust relationships with your team and your customers. We'll start by getting a better idea of what team culture is, then go into the three steps for building a great team culture. Number one, your core values. Number two, your ethos. And number three, continuous improvement. Your team culture is how your people work together to get things done. It's your team's personality, your team's character. Teams with good cultures have people in high-trust relationships who work well together. They are aligned to the same team goals. They take advantage of their diverse talents to achieve high-performance results. Continuous improvement is built into how they work. They challenge each other to excellence as a team and as individual people. They care about each other. You need a step-by-step plan to systematically form and maintain a strong team culture. For most companies, there's no plan. Team culture is just whatever happens, for better or worse. Step one, your core values. Most of us think that there's only one kind of core value, the set of values posted on the company walls. These are the explicit core values. Explicit because they are the official Published core values. Most companies have four or more official core values. Probably less than 10% of the employees can recite them. Even fewer employees can give you examples of how they live those values daily. Underneath, however, every team has implicit core values. The implicit core values are the values and priorities that leadership communicates implicitly through interactions with the team. They are the core values that everyone follows because they know that those values are the most important things to leadership. The official core values on the wall might be integrity, respect, accountability. But if you talk with employees, they might tell you that leadership wants you to cut corners, that leadership allows some managers to be demeaning to employees, and that leadership keeps some underperforming employees around because of favoritism. You can uncover the implicit core values by having a trusted third party ask employees what employees think is most important to leadership. In the best teams, the explicit core values match up with the implicit core values. That means leadership is doing what they are telling employees to do. In the worst cases, the implicit core values communicated by leadership are the opposite of the official core values. This hypocrisy in leadership will destroy trust with the team. In one case, the five official core values on the wall were good, but few employees knew them. What was different about this case is that the three implicit core values communicated by leadership were even better and more effective than the official core values. Everyone knew the implicit values, and the implicit values built a strong, high-performance culture. That's a better situation than having conflicting implicit and explicit core values, but it's also a lost opportunity. If that company simply made the implicit core values the official ones, they would make the values more powerful and more useful. They could intentionally form a strong culture around those values and take their values and their performance to a whole new level. Your core values are the foundation for your culture. They are the very heart of your team. Your core values are your promise to customers and your team. They should be posted on the wall, reinforced through action by leadership, and intentionally practiced by everyone. There are three core values that are critical for developing these high-trust relationships. Wisdom, performance, and love. Wisdom is the combination of your knowledge and skills plus your character. The more your customers and team trust your knowledge, skills, and character, the better your relationships. Performance is straightforward. You've got to be able to perform your role. A basketball player has to make the shot. The salesperson has to close the deal. The CFO has to produce the financials. Managers have to make their numbers, and the tech has to be able to fix the problems. The more your customers and team trust your ability to perform, the better your relationships, performance, and success. Finally, the more your customers and team know that you love them, the better your relationship. In a future blog, we'll discuss each of these values in depth and talk about why they are really the only values you need. Second, ethos. How do you build the highest trust with customers and team? By practicing what you preach by walking the talk. Your ethos is how you practice and live your core values every day. We all know that you become what you do. You become what you practice. When you practice something repeatedly, it becomes a habit and eventually a fundamental part of your character. That applies to you as a person and to your team. Your ethos is simply the set of behaviors you practice to live your core values. It's practicing what you preach. Your ethos is how, every day, you walk the talk. What's the best way to develop your team's ethos? Have your team organize themselves by role. Get all the receptionists together, all the operations managers, all the salespeople, all the techs, the executive team. Have your group meet and decide what two or three specific behaviors they will all do every day to practice each of these values. For example, Receptionists at a hospital might decide together to live the value of love by practicing the following behaviors. One, make eye contact while greeting people. Two, check in with patients every eight minutes. Three, don't point where patients need to go, but walk them there. As the receptionists practice these behaviors, they show the patients they really do love them. Over time, practicing love will become a habit ingrained in the receptionists. They will become what they practice, and love will become a fundamental part of their culture. Perhaps even more important, they'll carry that practice into all other areas of their life, like their family and friends and community. When each group in your team decides how they will live the core values, they take ownership of those values and behaviors. Their ethos becomes their signature. It becomes their brand. It's simple. Your culture is what you do. If your team lives your core values by practicing your ethos in everything that's done, your values and ethos will become your culture. Third, continuous improvement. With your values and ethos firmly in place, you can develop training and KPIs and metrics that ensure your culture plan is working and on track. Culture isn't a box you check off and then you're done. Culture is ongoing, constantly being recreated and refined. The core values of wisdom and performance demand that you strive for continuous improvement in your culture. This three-step approach to intentionally creating your culture gives you the ability to develop KPIs and metrics to measure your culture and the tools to fine-tune it. Those are the basics. A strong culture drives results by developing high-trust, high-performance relationships with your customers and team. Your culture is what you do. Change your culture by changing what you do, changing what you practice. Make the commitment to the core values of wisdom, performance, and love, and the ethos by which you will practice them. Live the ethos, measure the effectiveness of your culture, and seek continuous improvement. Your people will become stronger. Your team will become more capable. You will become a better person and leader. And remember, we've been primarily talking about business teams, but this same process applies to any team, including athletic teams, church groups, neighborhoods, and your family. More to come on the values of wisdom, performance, and love. Let me know what you think. I'm Pete Bowen. Thank you for listening to Wisdom, Leadership, and Success, Real Talk About Life with me, Pete Bowen. I hope you've enjoyed the podcast. Please visit our website, www.petebowen.net, where you can find additional information and subscribe to this podcast. I'd love to hear your questions and get your thoughts and suggestions. Finally, please share us on social media with your friends and have a great day.